Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Teresa Lopez de Oconas, is that right? That's correct, Teresa Lopez de Oconas. You say it much better than I do. (laughs) Welcome to the Center of the Universe. Thank you. It's awesome to have you. Uh, We're connected to you through the Downtown Ashton Association, and this is the third year the third uh, season that we're doing uh, interviews with small business owners in Ashland. So we're very happy to have you on. Thank you. That's great. I think it's a great opportunity for all of us, you know, to kind of let the people what we have and what we're doing in the community. How long have you been in Ashland? I moved here in 2010. So we're talking about 13 years already. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> 13 years. How did you end up in Ashland? I used to live on Chesterfield. Um, my husband used to work in this area and he find like a mobile home and he was like, oh, what if we end up getting a mobile home? I was like, where is that? Ashland. I was like, I have no idea where is that. <laughs> we came, we look around, I fall in love with the town. It's, it's totally different than Chesterfield. So I love it and I say yes. And that's how we end up getting a mobile home in this area and we move here. Awesome. Yeah, what what here we specifically are. do you love about Ashland? The town that you know the that is not as busy as maybe the other counties. Right. Um it still feel like a small place where you start knowing everyone and you start um I don't know, I I think the town. Yeah. Yeah. It's quiet. Quiet and I really fell in love with the way that people treat me when I came here. I just, I've been helping in the community for so long, but here in Ashland, I think I was more connected with everything. So yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, so you started a business. When did you open up your business? Last year, April 8th. Oh wow, it's It's only been a year, yes. So how did you get started? With the business, to be honest with you, we just came back from Texas at the end of December. I've been thinking about business for the past five, six years, and I even have like a a book or like a notebook where I go and kind of go, okay, I want to make this business, and I start getting everything that I need and um, what it will be for what I needed to do in order to make that happen. So I have like five business already on my notebook. In my notebook right now, I have two. Uh, but yeah, when I start all of that, the dulceria, what I have now, it wasn't in, in my mind. I always wanted to have like a restaurant. I wanted to have a, a salon, a hair salon, because I'm a licensed cosmetologist. Okay. And, but I was like, I knew we love to travel, my husband and me. And every year we were going at least twice taking like a week of vacation on each of them. And they, the last year before we started the business, we took at least six different trips. And I was like, we don't have money, but we like to work and have money to go in and spend time with our kids. So we were like four times to uh, Florida and we went to New York and we went uh, to Texas and North Carolina. And the same year I was like, oh no, we need to save money. We need to start thinking about what we're gonna do later on when we're old. 
Yeah. And that's how we just came in December, and I started looking around in Ashland, and I see that building wasn't rent, and I just stopped there. I didn't say anything to my husband. What did you think you were going to do in that building? I have, um, right now it's a Latino store. My focus in it has always been helping the community. So i doing that, and with my business, I keep helping the community to have what they need because we have like a lot of products from different countries. We have products from Mexico, from Guatemala, from El Salvador, from Honduras. So I'm trying to kind of bring a little piece of hum into the store. You know what I'm saying? When you eat a, uh, some snack or maybe a drink that you used to drink or you know eat on your country, where you born, it take you there. The flavors, the way they smell. Is it all food? We have groceries. We have clothing. Uh, from you know, right now we just start with some um, something uh, from Mexico. We have some hats. We have um, drinks, different drinks from different countries. Um, pastries. Okay. And we just, like five months ago, six months ago, we just opened our food truck because we didn't have a kitchen in the store. Mm. So we have a food truck outside where we have tacos, quesadillas, street corn, uh, something that we call it chicharrones, that is uh, chicharrones preparados and tostadas. So you need to stop there and try it, but yeah. What is the name of your business? Los Regios. Latino market, you can say that, or Los Regios Tienda Latina. Um, I'm glad you said that, because <laughs> we were discussing before recording, I can't roll my R, so it's much better for you to say it than me. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to come in there, and I'm going to buy a Coca-Cola. You need to, yes. The flavor in, is different. It, the Coca-Cola and the Mexico Pepsi. Mexico is very different. Yes, we even have Coca-Cola from Mexico, and I think the other one is from Guatemala. So, yeah. So, there are members of uh, our community that are from Mexico, from Central America, and South America, I imagine. Uh, are you trying to serve or, or provide uh, unique items from all of South America, all of Central America, and all that. of Mexico? I would love that. You know, my focus, it will be whatever we are able to have, uh, bringing from different countries, I will try to, you know, to bring it in the store. It's little by little. Right now, I can see the difference on the store since we opened last year. When we opened our idea of business, it was a dulceria, that means just a candy place. And the other word was neveria. So neveria, at first I wanted to have like a place with a different snacks where you can get uh, different kinds of ice cream from Mexico because we, right now we have almost 50 different flavors of popsicles in our store. And all of them are made with real fruit or real ingredients. What I mean with real ingredients, we have like a Oreo cookie popsicle. You will see the, the pieces or the whole cookie in there. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a, a ton of flavors. I'm going to come to your store, so, yeah. I'm going to buy Coca-Cola, and I'm going to buy an Oreo popsicle. <laughs> yes, you need to. I love Oreo cookies. You, Oreo cookies and anything are amazing. I think that's the most selling on the store. Yeah. That one and the bubble gum with the kids. But, yeah. yeah. And I have, like, little bubble gums on it. So <laughs> that's why I say you need to stop and try the, the popsicles. I, I love it. So at this very moment, 
when you think about your business, what are you most excited about? I think just uh, my focusing is always trying to find what is the need and fill that need. And to be honest with you, like I said, when we started the business, it was candies and piñatas and everything for your parties. When the community start coming and they say, oh, are you going to have any kind of groceries? Are you going to have any kind of, you know, they keep asking. I was like, no, we have another Latino market around here. You can go there. They were like, no, but we need more things that the things that they have. And I didn't, at first, I think I was feeling kind of bad because it was another business who I know them. Right. And I was like, that's not my idea of the business. But people keep coming, keep coming. And they say, you have the place already. You have uh, the community who follows you already. And they're asking you for this. If you go to uh, Chesterfield or Henrico, it's like six different Latino market in the same street. And all of them are selling. Why are you going to feel bad to do another one? I was like, I don't know. It's just this feeling that I'm doing something bad. They were like, no. If you don't do it, another person's going to come and they're going to do a Latino market. Why don't you? And I was like, okay. So that night I remember I was like, okay, Teresa, you've been hearing what was the need in the community and you've been trying to help. And now they're telling you what they need and you don't want to fulfill that. I was like, hold on, I'm going to start doing that. Doing so that's right how I'm start bringing all the groceries and everything, you know, for, for the community there. So the, the business kind of changing on what the community wants. And every time the customer comes into the store, I want them to feel welcome. I want them, and I think I've been working uh, in restaurants for the, since I moved here in 2003. And I know that the way that you treat your clientele is gonna make them come back to your store. So when I started the business, because we work as a family in the business, I told my kids and my husband, hey, every time a person comes through that door, I want you guys to say, hey, welcome to, you, to Los Regios, you know? And we do that. If someone comes, we say, uh, good morning, good afternoon, whatever, you know, uh, they feel welcome when they come to the store. So at first, everyone was like, oh my God. And they look at us like, it just feels weird. And they were like, I love that in this store. Because when I go to different places and they just look at me like, you know, if I just go there and they don't even look at you, like they realize that you're there. Oh, you know, they're, you're there to help them. They were like, they, everyone's telling me that they love that in the store, to feel welcome, that we say hello when they come in. And now, I can see that everyone who just go to the doors and they been there before, they don't wait until we say hello. They just get, hey, how are you? And I was like, oh my God, you know, it's like a seed that you're planting in the community and they responding to it. Everybody should be like that, right? Mm -hmm. Every store. I think it maybe was like that when I was a lot younger, but uh, I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel well. Exactly. And yeah. I know the way that, um, yeah, I told my kids and my husband, maybe you won't have the best tacos. Maybe you won't have the best groceries. So whatever you have on your store, maybe won't be the best, but the way you treat the people is going to keep them. I used to work as a server, so uh, on different restaurants, as a manager on different restaurants. And I knew... Here in Ashland? Here, yes. I used to work for Pizza Hut, for KFC, for Cracker Barrel. Okay. Uh, and the years that I 
moved here. But before in Chesterfield, I used to work with IHOP, with Chipotle. So I know what is, you know, to take care of your clientele and to manage a business. So, yeah. So things are going well these days. Thank God, yes. You know, the store is moving. I won't say, oh, we reach from the morning to the night. But, <laughs> you know, we're working hard as a family, like I said. We won't have that without my husband and my three kids. We work hard in that store. And every day we wake up and go and get things ready in the store. And we don't go home until like almost 10 p.m. So it's, it's hard right now. But I know the way that is growing later on, we will have the opportunity to maybe employ another people and yeah, create them, you know, um, some kind of um, place where we can work as a family, even if they're not, you know, it's our awesome. family. So, yeah. Do all three of your kids like working in the store? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are there because they need to. And I'm trying to teach them, you know, something before. I, but, yeah, all of them work as a cashier. They're, they're happy for a few hours, but after that, they're like, Mommy, I'm tired. I'm bored. Okay, go clean. Go do this. Go that. So you don't, you, you don't need to worry about your bored. <laughs> but I remember the first day that we went to pick up the shelves. It was February. I can't It was like maybe 16 uh, degrees under, you know, really it was cold. cold. The shelves were like, I don't know, they're burned because it was really cold. They were outside. It's like, it's like holding ice. Yes. So the night we went home and, I, and my husband and me, we were ready to come back and do all of that at 5 a.m. And during the night when I was ready to sleep, I was like, you know what? No. Tomorrow is not just my husband and me. I'm going to I'm gonna take the three kids with us because... What if just my husband and me go there and do everything and they just see, oh, you know, the shelves and everything's ready in there, but they don't know how hard it was to do it. So that morning I wake them up at 5 a.m. Hey, ready? Where are we going? I was like, we're going to get the shelves ready in the store. No, it's too cold. No, I want to sleep more. Too bad. Get ready. I took the three kids to the store. All of them helped. We work all day. I have like a tiny little video of us doing it. It's like one minute, I don't know, two minutes, but it was the work of all day doing the shelves, two shelves. Um, and it was, we didn't have uh, the heater yet. I didn't know that I needed oh, so to cut like, It was like 40 degrees in the store. The, I think less because wow. it feels like, <laughs> I don't know, we were dying in there. I didn't know I needed to uh make the contract and everything for the gas and the, the I, I did the, the, how do you say, the electricity, but I didn't know about the gas and that's why the, the heater wasn't working. <laughs> and when we started doing everything and the kids never gonna forget that. I was like, if they'll, you want your kids, the lives, the, yeah. yeah, and I always been thinking when you want your kids to have their is feet or foot, how do you say it? The feet in the ground. Feet, yeah. You need to put some weight in their shoulders. So I think I like that, that was something, uh, you know, it's something that we say in Spanish. I don't know if I say it right in English. Like, you know, my first language is Spanish. So that's why 
I trying to teach them that. I love that. Yeah. How do you say it in Spanish? Cuando quieres que tus hijos tengan sus pies en la tierra, hay que ponerles un poco de peso en los hombros. Okay. My kids all took Spanish, so I'm going to uh, have them interpret that. <laughs> Good, yeah. Do you want to... <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, my historian here is telling me something, yes. Sounded like she's saying she wanted her kids to hit the ground running. That, is that, I'm guessing, because I, do you guys have words or like phrases or something? Yes, like I want them to, you know, when you don't put responsibilities on your kids, they don't know the, the way or everything, you know, the hard that it is yeah, to, so yeah. yeah. I, I like the weight on their shoulders. They're, they're learning responsibility. They're learning a good work ethic. They're learning that if they want to thrive in life, they've got to put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, and they're mad. <laughs> they don't like that, but I'm, I'm sure they're, they're I told them later on when you have kids, I'm sure you will understand. How old are they? I have uh, 19. Uh, hold on, let me say it. 20, 50, uh, one who's going to get 20, one who's going to be 15, and one who's going to be 10 because he's 9. 14 and 19. 19. Okay. Yes, I'm always. They're five years apart. It's a good spread. Yeah, uh, right now it is. I, I think if I go back, I would love to have their more close. I see uh, they're on different worlds now. The the 19 year old is in their own world. Um, the 14 and is, is in a different stage. And the little one, it feels like he is bigger than what he is. And he's <laughs> the one who made the rules in the house. But um, I, th I see some of my friends who have kids more closer, maybe like three years apart, two years apart. Maybe it's crazy when they're little because it's hard to keep up with them. Uh, but it's, I think it's the best way to see them kind of working together. I don't know. I see more love between the kids when they're more closer than my kids that they are five years apart. Like, as, as they age, though, they'll be I'm thinking be because yeah. I see now that the 19 is kind of talking a little bit more with the 14. I'm like, okay, they're trying to. And, and you know something, uh, they're fight a lot for whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, when I'm not here, please. It really makes me sad when I hear stories about people who have brothers or sisters and they don't get along or they don't see each other. Yeah. I'm like, they're your brothers, they're your sister. You know, that's your blood. And I always told them, if one day you get mad with your brother for why, whatever you, whatever happened, please, if I'm, I know that I won't be here because I'm not going to leave all the time. So I just want them to forgive whatever happened and remember, oh, my mom told me that, you know, she want us to be together. So it's something that I keep talking to them and I'm not afraid to talk about that because I think it's something that we need to realize that the only thing for sure that we know when we come here. So sometimes we're afraid to talk about that with our kids and maybe we forget that that's gonna happen. So I really, I'm here trying to enjoy life, doing the best that I can with the life and the gift that God gave me and trying to show that to my kids. And I know maybe they don't see it now, but later on, when maybe they see this story, some of the 
magazines that I've been and they see the stories in there, maybe they will know more about what the mama's been doing. Yeah, and, and we shouldn't obsess about death, but knowing that we, we all will die yeah. makes us have a deep appreciation or should make us have a deep appreciation for what we have in this life. Exactly. It's nothing to be scared. It's not to be scared. It's just to know that every day, every hour, every minute is important what you're doing and enjoy that time with family, friends, and the people that you love. Absolutely. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are you most excited about for the future of your business? I would love to see it growing. I would love to have a place where people feel welcome, where people say, oh, I love this place because this and this. I want everyone to know that Los Regios is there. And to learn about different uh, cultures, to, to see the beauty on the different cultures. That is nothing wrong with being from different parts. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah. We become more worldly, meaning we become more uh, sophisticated by putting ourselves out there learning about different people and different cultures. And so, yeah, I love it. Exactly. And I think, you know, here in the United States, I love, I moved here in 2003, so I didn't born here. I'm from Mexico. But um, I love that they teach them another language, but I don't know if someone there from the school is hearing it. I feel it's too late to start when you're in high school. I think they, they needed to start- They should start when they're three or four. Exactly. I think they need to change something so the kids can start when they're little, and maybe they don't see it as something bad to know a different language. And maybe it will open our mind a little bit more to be connected with other people who speak uh, I don't know if it's a speaker spoke a um, different language. Yeah. I'm sorry that I never went to school here in the United States. My English your, your is... Your English is very good. My English is just talking with the people around me, just on the places that I work. Um, I'm in love with uh, the, the language. I'm trying to learn Italian now and sign uh. language. Uh, I, I, I will... And sign, uh, yeah, and I, I would love to be able to speak more languages because I think, woo, nice. She, so she I, I can Italian. try with, yeah. yeah. And, and, and a lot of people say, what are you trying to learn uh, sign language? I'm like, because I feel connected with them. I feel like when you don't know another language, or, you know, maybe they feel like we don't pay attention to them. Maybe they feel like we're not including them because we're not trying to learn their, their language. You're a better person than me. I should have learned sign language a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they want to communicate as much as anybody else. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you are you have a, your own YouTube channel. Yes, what I is, start. What is that channel all about? I started a YouTube channel three years ago. Um, when I moved here in Ashland, I started going to the schools with my kids because it was uh, when my 19-year-old started, um, I think it was kindergarten or first grade I can't remember when we moved here and it was nobody or no one at the Hanover schools who can spoke, speak Spanish thank God I was I was able to communicate you know by that time but I see I that it was a need there um, I started translating for some of the um, parents who may be trying to register their kids or do something. So that made me kind of go more involved into the schools and I start helping in the schools, being the vice president on the PTA oh. at Henry Clay. 
um, I started translating some of the paperwork that used to go Wednesdays on their uh, parents' folders. Um, and I start um, getting more and more into the community. I start helping the town of Ashland translating some of the paperwork for the uh, pool. Uh, I started helping the YMCA, the firefighters, the police department, um, a lot of the um, things around here in Ashland. Why? Because I wanted the community to be able to have some of their paperwork in their language. And yeah, so that made me realize that the Spanish community was out of a lot of information because of the language barrier. And that's how all of this starts. So I was like, oh, I need to kind of let the people what is going on. So in my personal Facebook, I start posting, hey, um, tomorrow is open house day or whatever, you know, whatever was happening with the schools, whatever was happening with the town. I start so posting on my, yeah, I start posting on my personal Facebook, but I start accepting a lot of people who I didn't even know. And I see people liking my things. I was like, okay, who is all these people? And it made me kind of afraid because I used to have a Facebook just with family and friends. And one of my friends told me, why don't you make a YouTube channel so that way you can keep doing what you like that is inform the community and without worry who is looking into your stuff. So I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So that's how I started doing uh, the YouTube channel and I started making videos about whatever was happening in here in Ashland. To be honest with you, in my mind, when I started with the YouTube channel, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make videos about Ashland, I'm gonna make, me, I'm gonna make videos about Hanover. Maybe my idea went as big as, say, Virginia. But starting with the videos, a lot of people from Mississippi, from Texas, from Illinois, from New York, are from everywhere in the United States <laughs> start sending me, hey, do you have that information but for my state? So I was like, oh my God, the need is not just here in Hanover, the need is not just here in my town, everywhere, everywhere. it's everywhere in yeah. the United States. So and th by that time I was talking about the car, the PVT that the people was receiving because the kids were uh, out of school because of the um, COVID for pan the pandemic. COVID, yep. So, I start making videos. Now I make videos for all the 50 states and the territories. You're famous. <laughs> I, I love, you know, that happened to me in New York and that happened to me on, uh, it was Arlington. It was, I went to a meeting they knew to you a class and they knew you, they knew me. And it was so amazing when they came to me and they said, hey, you're the one on the YouTube, right? You're on the videos. And she said, I follow you. And I love that, you know, I'm able to have my driver's license because I see your videos. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just, you know, hugged them. I took some pictures with them. But when I was on my car, I was like crying. <laughs> Because the have, feeling, yeah. the feeling, exactly, you say the word impact, the feeling that what I'm doing in front of a camera is impacting a lot of people, it just blows it's my amazing. mind. Yeah, so. Absolutely amazing. I, I'm, I just met you, but I'm very proud of you for doing that. That's, <laughs> that's you. great. That's, uh, you're, you're doing a lot for people that without you doing that, they would have a much tougher time getting through various processes. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I love when a lot of people send me their like their pictures of the driver's license because I know maybe for you guys you don't see it because you don't know the whole picture of what's really going on on the Spanish community. But there's a lot of states who doesn't let the Spanish community receive their driver's license if they don't have a way to show their legal presence. Mm -hmm. So Virginia, and, and I've been there working hard to make sure that that was happening. I did have my driver's license and everything, but I was working hard, you know, during the meetings and going to Washington DC to fight for the people so they can receive a way that they can show who are them. I think for me, everywhere, not just in the United States, everywhere in the world, if you let people have a way to show who they are, you will know where they are, what their address, all the information. I don't know why this is happening. But right now in, the, uh, in Virginia, uh, is now is the 18th state that uh, let people have their driver's license without worry if you have legal presence or not. Got so okay. um, that's why when I started making the videos about the regulations and all the rules and everything about uh, Virginia when you're driving and all of that, that's why a lot of people are sending me their pictures of their driver's license saying thanks to you now I have my driver's license because I've been my videos they can I, I'm always told them hey you don't need to be looking at the cell phone you can be hearing that while you're driving just study right. because the the information is power absolutely so, yeah. what's the name of your YouTube channel how do people find you Tilo Noticias e Información so it means T and it's a dot and L O is T Lopez de Ocanas. Okay. And noticias mean news and información means information. Okay. So estilo noticias e información. That's the way that they find me. Right now in the YouTube, I think we're close to the twenty thousand subscribers and That's awesome. all the um people that I have on Facebook, I have like almost another 30,000 in my social media. So all together is almost 50,000 people subscribe to my uh, social media. That's like, uh, what, seven times the population of Ashland? Hmm, I never see it that way. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, uh, how do people find your store? We are right on road one. It's 109 South Washington Highway, right beside the Wells Fargo. You will see the, what is that, with the Wawa across of her? The other side of the Exactly. Yeah, yeah so we're Walgreens there. Too. Walgreens, yeah. yes. So we're there. It's the Green Building. Uh, we have our food truck outside. So I hope that you guys can go and try some of our stuff there. There are two uh, intersections in Ashland that everybody that's ever been here know about. Route 1 and 54 is mm -hmm. very close to that. And the other one is 54 in the railroad tracks. Yes, we yeah. ride on that corner. Yeah, that yeah. main intersection. Yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. Cool, and you said you had five businesses in your notebook. So you're thinking about the five businesses. Is there another one that you're gonna start soon? Yes, but Can you let's share it? see. <laughs> not yet but the other one is my youtube channel that okay. is another uh business is i do translate for people um i help to guide them on whichever uh information that they need so that's my other um business right now that is in town tilo noticias e información is another business you are a force I, mm -hmm. i'm so happy i met you today thank you very much for recording with us and my historian wants to tell me something
what's your husband's name? Edgar Ocanas. Well, t tell, tell us about your family and your three. Your, yes, your I have my husband. Uh, we met in Mexico in 1999. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm old. So yeah, we've been together for more than 20 years. We've been married uh, since 2003. Um, we have three beautiful kids. My older one, name, uh, who's named Edgar Davis, and the middle one who is Eric and the little one who is Iker. Uh, like I say, my husband's name is Edgar Ocanas, uh, and we've been here since 2003, so yeah. And all the boys work? All the boys what? Work, they, they work. Oh the yes, store. at the store. <laughs> my older one just started working at the TA here okay. as a diesel mechanic. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people, because my husband used to work on a company doing landscaping, and a lot of people asking me, uh, just three weeks ago, my husband needed to quit his job just to keep this dream of the store because it is hard to find people who can uh, keep up or working on our place. So um, I hope that later on we can find people who can help us in the food truck and in the store, but right now, it's my husband and my kids and me there. And a lot of people were saying, why do you make your husband quit their job? Why don't you make your older one? I'm like, this is my husband and me dream. My older one, it's, it's open his wings. I don't know where he's going to go. We are working in this for our family, but I need to let my kids realize, yes, I can keep him in the store. Uh, he helps after he get off from TA, he comes to um, our store and keep uh, helping. And he knows how to do everything on the store because we went to Las Vegas on February and he was the one who run it for all the days that we were okay, on vacation. And even my other two kids know how to do inventory, how to add Your everything on the, oh yes. <laughs> how to that. add everything, all the new, yeah, um, all the new, uh, whatever it come, you know, then you a product. He knows how to add it as the one. Hey, get the invoices. Start adding me the stuff in there. Check the prices. Ta ta ta. And I really see that he's helping them with math. The, all my three kids love math, but I really see that he's helping them into maybe open their eyes. So how much do we sell today? Oh, I'm like at first I was mad when they were asking me because I didn't want them to know numbers. But I was like, no, they need to know. Mm -hmm. They need to know because, okay, this comes today, but we need to spend it on this. Oh, we need to pay this. All the money is going. We need to find, you know, so they're learning. I think if our kids are able to play video games, they're able to do everything. They're so able to do a lot of things. during the pandemic, um, and I think it's been a, a few years, uh, uh, I can't remember when it was, but I have a cousin who came to my house a few years back, and he was... I think almost 20 by that time. And he liked to sleep. He didn't want to do anything with his life. He not was just your, skating. Not house, he house, was in my house and he was sleeping all day. He didn't wake up until like almost 3 p.m. I was like, oh my God, this is we not a good. Say his name. No, <laughs> no. But you know, when that happened, God sent him to my house for something. And it was for a reason, you know, I was trying to help him. And it's, it's just people, sometimes 
for my, if you want to help someone, sometimes if don't if they don't want to have help, that's nothing that you can do. You just you know let them go. But but that time I think he came to show that to my kids because I keep telling them, are you gonna wake up until 3 p.m. like him? You see, he doesn't take a shower. You know, it was a way to show them, you want that life? Yeah. That's you're bilingual. You born here. You can go wherever you go. That's the difference between you and us when we come here. So I want you to enjoy what you have now and see where you want to go. You want to go to China. You want to go to France. Where you want to go. Please, young people, wake up. Wake you up. have all the world for you to eat it. Like Work hard and there all, all kinds of opportunities. Yes, it's a lot of opportunities in front of them. And if they, believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm every day fighting with my kids because they love video games too. They're little and, and I think it's something that my husband and me would not agree because he's the one who let them play video games and I'm the one who hide them and I'm the <laughs> one who, if I, I just get mad for whatever, I'm like, you're not gonna play anymore. But uh, you know, so. But I, I just want them to see what is in front of them. When they have their eyes on the video games all the time, they're losing precious time. And, and I think I'm always told them during, I think this wake up call, what I say when my cousin came, if I make them do their laundry, since them, I don't know how many years it's been, maybe eight, nine years. You're helping them my, be independent. Oh, but no, because my, my, the one is, the little one is nine year old. So I think he started when he was three years old. Doing laundry? Doing their laundry. Oh, sure. <laughs> yes. That's Believe great. me, at first I feel like a bad mother. I feel like, oh my God, they cook. <laughs> and, and, um, and I feel like, oh my God, I'm, I'm a bad mother You're because I'm not skills. taking care of them. But I, at the end of that, I was like, you know what? No. Today I can start driving my car. I'm not, I don't know if I'm gonna come back. So I would just wanna make sure that they know what to do because wherever they're gonna end in, they need to do yeah. everything for themselves. You're, you're being so, a great parent. So uh, they do their laundry, they do their beds, their rooms. If it's dirty or whatever, it's, it's their problem. You know, it's their need to yeah. do it by themselves. Awesome. Well, Teresa, I think you've gotta get to work. Uh, yes, my, I think so we much. need to go and open the store. Thank, thank you so much uh, for doing it. What are the hours in the store? And we open at 11 every day, and we close at 9 p.m. The only day that we close is Mondays. Okay. So don't go to the store on Mondays. It's closed. We have the, the food truck. Everything is closed on Monday. Uh, and Sunday, we close one hour early. Okay. Is the food truck open? Open some Tuesday through Sunday. So if Rob and I come by, we, we can get sure, some Sure, you can get some tacos. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.